0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Can social media hurt you when it comes to finding a job? An expert says what you post on the web might make a boss think twice about hiring you.
1: Those things won't necessarily help you get the job, but they might prevent you from getting the job if they're not out there written professionally or representing you in the best way.
0: Then, Human trafficking is a very real problem. A child advocate says America's foster child system may be a contributing factor.
1: There are five risk factors that make them exponentially more vulnerable to someone who promises to take care of them and wins their trust and then ultimately exploits them.
0: Those two stories and much more are coming your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stick around. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. If you're thinking of finding a new job, you'll want to dust off your resume. But our next guest says it's also critical to check your social media accounts. We welcome Office Team District President Brandy Britton to the show. So, Brandy, let's say I'm looking for a job. What does that have to do with my Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and all those other social media accounts I have?
1: Well, it actually has a lot to do with it. A lot of times, those things won't necessarily help you get the job, but they might prevent you from getting the job if they're not out there written professionally or representing you in the best way.
0: Now, what types of things would I want to make sure I delete from social media if I'm looking for a job?
1: A couple of things. Number one, certainly a lot of organizations are looking for people to have a LinkedIn profile. So those are typically professionally written and people are go there for that type of communication. One suggestion is be aware of the photo that you have and what is that conveying to the prospective employer. However, a lot of employers are also looking at Facebook just to get an inside scoop into the person that they're interviewing or they're potentially hiring. And so if you have a lot of negative remarks, or inappropriate pictures, those are things that you either you want to take off or make sure are
0: hidden. And as I understand it, if you have social media accounts and you've kind of let them lapse, that's not so good either, right? You need to look like you're active.
1: Yeah, a lot of times it's not so much employers care about how active you are on Facebook, but they do want to see that you've made some sort of effort to participate in social media such as LinkedIn. So it is good to have a little bit of activity on there and have your profile set up and something maybe you take a look at at least once a week and appear engaged with the rest of the world.
0: Is it appropriate, if you're in a job interview, to ask a person if they're going to be looking at your social media accounts?
1: Sure, you could do that, but you should assume that the interviewer has looked at it before they even interview you.
0: Oh, okay. So they would tend to do that up front, so just to see if you're even qualified to sit down and talk to them.
1: Yes, or are you the type of person that will fit into their organization Right or wrong, people are making judgments all the time, and so that may be something that they take a look at. There are actually some roles within companies where they have an administrative person look up your social media site prior to you coming into an interview and share that with the manager prior to you walking in for that interview.
0: We're talking on InfoTrack with Office Team District President Brandy Britton, and we're talking about social media, especially when you're looking for a job. Now, you uh, have identified what you call five types of professionals who commit social media faux pas, and I wondered if we could just go through those five quickly. They're kind of amusing. The Cranky Critic, Yes. what is that all about?
1: That's the person who is perpetually posting negative remarks. Maybe posting a lot of political-related material. So it just as it sounds, the negative person. Right,
0: and anybody who's on social media certainly knows that type of person on there. The next one is the superfluous selfie poster. Yes,
1: that is the individual who is lots of photos of themselves. Maybe one every hour, one every half hour, and um, maybe it gives a sign of an inflated ego. So a lot of times with those, it's good to either remove any photos that might raise a few eyebrows or um, ask people to remove you in case you were tagged.
0: Okay, number three on the list is the TMI transgressor. That sounds interesting.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. That's kind of the first two combined posting lots of information, what are they doing from minute to minute, and a photo of everything that they're doing from what they're having from breakfast to what they had for lunch. A prospective employer might perceive that as somebody who is not necessarily focused on the task and instead focused on keeping everybody abreast of what they're doing on a day-to-day minute.
0: Okay, well, continuing with our top five types of professionals who commit social media faux-pas, We have number four, the connection counter.
1: Yes. Many of us have lived and learned from being the connection counter. And that's individuals who have lots of people connected to their LinkedIn or their Facebook site that they don't necessarily know. They're just adding them on to increase the number of connections that they have. And those connections don't necessarily have value to them. And you can tell you have know, got maybe somebody who maybe lives in Los Angeles and they've got all these random connections abroad. Those are your connection counters.
0: And then we have the nonchalant networker.
1: Yes. Yeah, so that's somebody with really essentially an unfinished LinkedIn profile. They may be listed one or two jobs on there and then nothing else. And you can tell that there's been no activity on that for a period of time. So that's definitely one that somebody wants to finish it. They don't have to share everything about their professional history, but they do want to make sure that it looks clean, crisp, and easy for a prospective employer to review.
0: Yeah, I would think especially with LinkedIn, because that's sort of the business profile you're putting out there for your career, and you would want that to be complete and polished.
1: Absolutely, with a professional-looking photograph on there. And it allows you to include a lot of things about yourself that maybe the resume doesn't allow you to put on there, which can be a good thing and allows you to network very easily with people who've worked for your same company or you've worked with in the past, which could open up doors itself.
0: Brandy, if somebody is looking for a job and they've taken care of the social media aspect and they have the resume, any other tips you could give that particularly areas that people most often make a mistake in?
1: Well, it's always a good idea to do a little bit of research yourself on yourself. Try Googling your name, first and last name, to see what is out there. Take the view of a prospective employer, and if they were going to look you up, what would they find? And a lot of times you can set up various alerts. Google has a system where you can put your name in the Google Alert and you can get notified every time there's some sort of article or something with your name associated with it. That's something very important that somebody who's getting ready to start looking for a role or already looking for a role that they do before they get out there and start interviewing.
0: Terrific. Well, that's Office Team District President Brandi Britton and some really valuable uh, tips there for you if you are out looking for a job. And you can learn more by visiting Office Team. Brandy, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Next, poverty, shame, and isolation can lead to human trafficking. How to protect America's kids, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.